And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. So I was at, so I'm sorry. Hi, Kamna. Hi, Leah. (laughs) I was just so excited to tell you. I was at a work party last week and one of my coworkers came up to me and said, how's your podcast going? And I was telling him how great it is and how easy it is. And he said, I've, you know, I've really always wanted to have my own. And I said, oh my gosh, you totally should. I said, Spotify has a podcast platform that's really easy. I was telling him how we record it, then we distribute it everywhere, and we could even earn money, hopefully. Um, it's all in one place, and I was telling him it's called Spotify for Podcasters. Do you want to tell him how it works? Well, I was really nervous when we first started this because I was like, I don't know how to do a podcast. What am I doing? And the person who taught me how to do a podcast, he said, use this um, app, basically. It's Spotify for Podcasters, and you can record and you can distribute, and it's just all in one place. And you don't have to go and seek out other sites and other uh, uh, like um, streaming services. You can just do it from one place. Wait, you do it right from your phone or your own personal computer, right? I do it from my laptop, and I do it within a matter of minutes. Oh, good. Then I don't feel bad that I don't help you too much with that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do know that videos are available, and I think we should work on that sometime soon. Yeah, I think we can upload some of our re- recordings, especially when we do it on Zoom. So with Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Yeah. And I have to say this experience with Spotify Spotify for Podcasters, that's a tongue twister. I was going to say tongue twister. (laughs) It's so easy that I feel really smart using it. You should feel smart and proud of yourself. But I think anybody can do it. That's the beauty of this. So if anybody's interested, they should download download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. All right. I love today's topic. I'm, I can't wait to tell you what how we interpreted this totally different. So this is going to be. Well, I'm sure different. we did. That's yeah. what we normally do. So tell we're talking. We're, yeah. We're talking about having it all. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Yep. So I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just, that's, <laughs> that's everybody who's listening heard having it all. That's what Kamna and I said, that was the topic. Okay. So now mm-hmm. we're, we'll dive into it, but first I want to hear about your call to action. Um, mixed results. So my call to action was to have a salad. I think I said three times, three or two five, times or three, two or three times for breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm having my salad for the month of June, five days a week. But I'm having. I tried to have a salad two times last week for breakfast and to mix it up. And I, it's. I realize I don't like it because it's too much work. Too much work chewing or putting it together? Putting it together. Salads are a lot of work to put together, I feel like. Like all the chopping and the thinking and the washing. And I know I don't want that much work in the morning. You know, I'm not a morning person. I know. I agree. 
it's too much work. So I'm glad I realized that because I always thought it would be a good idea for me, but I could do like a cucumber, a couple of tomatoes, but a proper salad, no way. No, no way. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have been doing the salads every day, most for like four or five days of the week. And I feel great when I eat them. I feel and you really don't feel good. as bloated the next day. You said no. I feel really good. I like this. I'm. I've noticed the same thing actually since you said it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm going. Oh my gosh! I think there's something to it. Maybe I've. Maybe I feel less bloated because of that salad yesterday. Yeah. I don't know because everything's the, moving through. Maybe you know? is that the science behind it? <laughs> That's a lot of fiber, and fiber helps cleanse yeah. all the waste. So. But I don't feel that way after I eat like, let's say beans or other fiber. Beans are very gaseous though. Yeah. So what's the difference in that fiber, I guess, is my, I, I would suspect if we had to theorize that it's the chewing of the salad, because you, you need to chew a lot for salad. Okay. And Maybe. beans, you don't need to chew as much. So the chewing like produces a lot of digestive fluids which break down the food, which the slow digestion helps to feel full, less bloating. Okay. I'll go with that theory. I'm just going with it. I like that theory. Why not? But Why? I did do something. Um, I remember you challenged me last week to go for a walk in the evening. Yeah. And not take a shower afterwards. Okay. I did that. I did it twice. And two times. <laughs> All right. So how did yes. you feel? I loved it. I, I just took a walk. I cleared my head and uh, just enjoying the scenery and just sort of meditative walk, not like an exercise walk, but just a, an, an, an enjoyable one. Yeah. So like after dinner, digest my food. So do you think it's because you're not at home that you did that? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. So I have to challenge you. So when you're at home, you have to do it too. Yes, I need okay. to, because I felt really good, honestly. All right. I like that, that you did it down there though, because I think that's important for you to really like get out, enjoy where you are, take advantage, practice that gratitude, that whole thing. Oh yes. You know? Yes. So I think it's good. All right. So I, have, yours. so I have an update real quick though. Um, remember I said I was going to try and get 15,000 steps. I yes. I'm not right now. I don't know. And I'm trying to dissect why I'm getting 12. And then I don't know if I'm forgetting. I don't know if I'm too busy. I don't know what's going on. I'm not mad about it. I'm not upset about it, but I do want to be honest and transparent with everybody that for some reason that is just petered off. I, Are you distracted? Maybe, probably. I probably and don't. And your routine's off with the summer, right? Yeah, all off. And I can't get a routine. Like, I feel like I don't have a routine in the summer. So that's probably part of it. Um, so anyway, that's gone, but my actual call to action was to start looking at the enjoyment of my food and getting pleasure from my food again, mm -hmm. or why I'm not doing it. And I realized very similar to what you said about the salad is I don't get pleasure from my food because I am very lazy when it comes to preparing food for myself. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm lazy in any other aspect of my life, really. But in, when it comes to that, I have zero desire to put something together that I would yeah. find pleasure in. That's the bottom line. Like, I don't find pleasure in anything unless I'm taking the time to, like, roast the vegetables and make something. And I don't want to do that. Is there something wrong with me? No. Okay. I think 
I, I would suspect that you have other things that you get pleasure in. Probably. So I don't mind, I guess, not getting the pleasure in my food, maybe. But do you, where do you get, then where do you, if you were doing something by yourself, for yourself, what makes you happy? Like you're excited to do it. Oh, like I'm excited to read a book out in the sun. Like oh, that's, that's so nice. Pleasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then like I come home and I'm like, I have zero desire to make myself something that gives me pleasure. I'm just going to randomly eat whatever I can throw together. Is that maybe not the right attitude, but that's what I've discovered is that I don't care and I don't want to care and I don't want to do it when it comes to making myself something. No, I get it. And I've been thinking about it since you mentioned that. And in our house, there's a lot of talk around food all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. What are we eating for breakfast? What are we eating for lunch? And what should I make for dinner? If I'm with my parents or my in-laws or even in our own house, we're talking about food. Yeah. And even when we're not eating meals, it's like, oh, what's there for snack? So yeah. this is a topic, a huge portion of conversation in our house. So that it that experience then becomes like a shared experience and a conversation piece and uh, oh, this is so good and whatever, mm -hmm. you know, like, so that becomes part of our family experience. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for us, it's, it's really revolves around the food. But you also said that you'll do it, you'll make something for yourself if it's just you. Well, I think it's a learned behavior. Oh. So I've seen, because so, I was really thinking about this, like what's the difference between me and you? Because mm. we both care about what we eat. Right. But <clears throat> I get so much more pleasure out of it because I have learned that food is just so important in our house all the okay. time. We, we're just always talking about it, thinking about it, eating it like it's always there. That could be the difference. I mean, we always talk about it too, but I don't think in the same way you do. Mm -mm. It's like, hey, mom, what's for dinner? Yeah. No, it's not like, I don't know. It's very Even if I'm with my girlfriends, we're talking about recipes and how did you make this and we're sharing dishes and just a lot of conversation around food. Okay. Yeah. That is different. Like I don't ever talk to my sisters about like, Oh, what did you make for dinner? Or I really recipe very, very, very seldom. So that could be part of it, but I, and I don't know if I'm ready to do the work to change my problem. You like don't that. have to though. Right. Yeah. I did I like roast vegetables and make, or made something. And I actually said, Oh my God, this is good. This is giving me that mm -hmm. pleasure. And I enjoyed it, but it was work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so important for us to realize what serves us, mm -hmm. you know, and a salad for breakfast might be great for somebody, but it isn't great for me or, you know, focusing on food isn't, it doesn't serve you. Yeah. So that's okay. I agree. I, I, okay. I, I, I think you're right. And I'm, I'm curious to know from everybody who's listening, like who, if they fall, where they fall on your side, on my side, not sides mm -hmm. per se, but like, I yeah. can't be the only one that just can't stand taking the time to make myself something. That's I agree. I mean, I'm sure we're all so different. I know. And that's okay. And there yeah. shouldn't be any judgment about that. I agree. All right. Okay. I'm dying to hear all right. your thoughts on having so, it all. So yesterday we were on our call to action private group with our mm -hmm. 10 people and you had mentioned, you go, oh, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. Tomorrow's topic is having it all. 
And you yeah. just let a little bit slip. And I, in my head, I was like, I don't know if you even saw my face. I went, I like swallowed yes. like a big gulp. And I went, oh my God, all of my research was totally, totally different. Oh. I did having it all is, can I eat all of my calories in one meal? Yeah. And I did, can I eat it all? Why do I want to eat it all? I went that route versus where you were going was like, why do we feel like we have to be able to do all of it? Well, I went, I got there eventually. Okay. So I started so it. Yes. I started in one place and I ended up sort of where you were. Okay. But I, I, I found some connections that I started thinking about and why do we, this is where I kind of started. Well, I kind of ended up here. Why do we feel particularly as women, but I'm sure men feel the same pressure. I don't want to be sexist about this, but why do we feel so much pressure to like you were just talking about cook the best, the best meal, eat the best meal, uh, do the exercise, go to work, take care of the kids. Just every house is pristine and everything's in order and organized and your groceries are all prepped and you have your meal plan for the whole month. And uh, what? Yeah. That's not my life. I don't know whose life that is. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. I don't it's know. Like, but it's our expectation that we put on ourselves. Yes. Yes. So that's how you got to. Okay. So wait, start from where you started. Okay. So I started with, I was just looking up having it all. What does it mean? Because I have an idea of what I think it means, which is, and the focus was on women. So I'm just clarifying that in the beginning is that your ambition exceeds what was expected of women. So ambition beyond what was expected of women at the time. So that means having it all. So you should be able to, you don't, I don't know if you remember, you're probably too young, but that commercial of, uh, I can earn the bacon, fry it up in a pan. What's the, um, no, I don't know. I'm going to look that up, but I can, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can cook up the bacon, fry it up in a pan, something, something. Anyway, it's a commercial. Some people will know. I believe you. I'm going to, I'm, we're going to have to Google it after this. Yes, we have to, because it's an idea that you should be able to go to work. You should look beautiful, put lipstick on when your husband comes home. So he doesn't see how stressed you are and your dinner is just smelling amazing. And no one knows how stressed out you are. Right. And I think what has, what where I then went was if you are a woman who is in the workforce, like all in to the working, something else gets sacrificed, yeah. whether it's having a child or whether it's time at work, if you need childcare issues. I remember when I first uh, came to Cleveland and I had a job working as an editor in a publishing, um, a legal publishing company. And my daughter was born the first year that I was there. And I must have taken off probably 30 days in the first year because she had chronic ear infections. And my husband wasn't able to take off of work because he was in residency. So I had to take off of work every time she was sick. And it impacted, I didn't get a raise. I didn't get promoted. I didn't get all the, the benefits or when I would ask for time off there's no way that I'm getting it because I've already taken so many days. Right. So it impacts what happens next because somebody has to, to be responsible. Right. Yeah. If, if you have a child. Yeah. And I, and I'm going to say like, I think that goes for, um, 
I don't even, I don't even know if this is a great way to look at it, but like, I also feel like the opposite side of that is like the, your spouse comes home and they're, they're exhausted in their own way, shape or form. Yes. And then that's where you as a, a woman or whatever, maybe feels even more of that whole, like, oh my God, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't do this. They might not even be saying or seeing that you didn't do that, but that I feel, we feel yes. like. God, I, they're looking at the floor that I didn't vacuum. Well, they didn't, may not have even paid attention to that floor you didn't vacuum, but I automatically have my guard up. Is that I, like, it's, it's it's just a big circle, circular like feeling, you know? It, it totally makes sense. It's an internal pressure yeah. that we put on ourselves, but who's telling us we need to mop the floor and put the dinner on the table and yeah. who's and telling I, that? And I've talked to people who are single and live at home and they'll tell me the same thing. They're like, oh my God, I got so much to do. I, got, I haven't cleaned my house in forever. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you, you live by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, but I can see that it's more than that now. It's all our own internal struggles that we have. Oh, yes. It has nothing necessarily to even do with who we're living with or who's coming to visit because anybody I know that's coming to visit could, really doesn't care what my house looks like. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. we make that very much about us. Oh, very much. Yeah. I remember my sister surprised me when we were living in an apartment. And I think I just had my daughter at that time, but she was really little. <clears throat> and we had toys all over every, I mean, like in every corner. It was a mm -hmm. disaster because I wasn't expecting anybody. And she walked in and I still remember, even though it was a one moment in time. Yeah. I still remember her face like, oh God, what has happened to your place? But let me ask you this. Do you think that she really felt that way or do you know? Really, yeah, I know. Like, she didn't, she, she didn't care that much. We right. grew up being out uber clean, but I just for a second, she was like, oh gosh, that's a lot of toys. But I think we all have that like, oh boy, yeah. you know? So I, I have a, I have a di same kind of example, but a little bit different. There was one time I was watching my kid, my sister's kids for her at her house. And you know, when you're at somebody else's house, there's not much to do. I mean, you could sit down and go on your phone, but I remember sure. going, you know what, what would I want if someone was at my house? And I'd be like, Oh, I would love someone to clean my toilet. Right. Yes. So I cleaned her toilet and I remember telling her and she went, was my toilet that disgusting? And I went, <laughs> like, and you have nothing to do with that. But do you see what I mean? Like she immediately yes. internalized it as, Oh my God, that's disgusting. And I didn't internal, it, it had nothing. It was just something I wanted to do nice for her. And it, it's interesting to me now that I'm, we're talking about this, how badly we internalize things almost in the shame way for us. Like mm -hmm. she put shame on herself. You put shame on yourself. Nobody else did that. We did that. Do you know what I mean? It's like and the other, we yeah, believe we failed. Yes. And the other piece of this is we cannot ask for help. So yeah. if we are overwhelmed with all the toys on the floor or we need to cook dinner or we need to take out the trash or whatever the work needs to get done, even if it's something with work, like if you were busy at work and you said, you know, husband, can you cook, take care of dinner tonight? You would feel like, oh God, I, he doesn't have time or I need to do it. Or it's hard to ask for help yeah. when these things happen. It, it's hard to ask for help in all aspects. I think even uh, even somebody who's single, it's hard for them to ask for help too. Like, oh yeah, you come over and change this light bulb or what? I don't even know. I mean, I'm just thinking of my mom or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it yes. is hard. 
It's really hard to ask for help. We feel like we failed in some way, shape, or form when that is not yes. what it should be. You know? Exactly. Exactly. We're not failing. Just something has to give. Because yeah. we cannot do it all. We cannot have it all. No. It's, it's a, a myth. So I have a great analogy. And I don't know what made me... I, I was... Well, after I finally figured out what we were really talking about, I went back to my notebook and started looking at it more. And I thought of it as like, sometimes I feel like I'm trying to put a puzzle together, but I don't have the picture in front of me. Oh, you know, when you get a puzzle and you, you, the box comes and it's the Mm -hmm. picture and then you, every once in a while you refer back to it and you're like, oh yeah, this is where the dog is. And right. goes up here. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm trying to put this puzzle together, but there's no picture for me to look at. So tell me what that means in real life terms. So that means like, I'm trying to figure out where I should put, when I should fit in doing the laundry and fit this in and pick up my son from safety town teaching. Like it's all of these pieces that I'm trying to foot, fit together. And do I need to ask for help for this part of the puzzle? Because I don't know if I need, I might not, I might not need it. I think I can just get all the colors together and put it together. I can do it by myself kind of thing. You know what I mean? Why do you need to do it all by yourself? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't need to, but for some reason, part of me, my brain goes, it's just easier if I do it by myself, (laughs) which isn't good because I'm not teaching anybody that I do need help and I'm not teaching anybody else responsibility. Mm, I see. Yeah. But do you relate to the puzzle analogy a little bit? A hundred percent. You know, maybe you don't know maybe I should tell you I'm a little bit of a control freak (laughs) so you want to put the puzzle together all by yourself and I think I've become accustomed to not asking for help and I think when I ask for help it feels like a sign of weakness that I'm incompetent in some way but that's not the truth if I said to my husband you know can you put the laundry in he'd be happy to do it but it's all in my head that how how can I ask him I need Mm -hmm. to do it Mm -hmm. Or even if I was really busy, if I said, you worry about dinner tonight, I'm going to be home late. I I should be able to to say that without a lot of internal guilt. I know. That we put on ourselves. I want everybody Mm -hmm. to to realize a lot of, not hundred percent, but a lot of it, you know? So yeah. Anyway. So I I also uh, was looking up, there was a lot of issues, uh, not issues, but connections with women and childcare and uh, women and having children and having careers. So just a few statistics. Um, Among ultra achievers, 49% of women are childless. 19% of male colleagues are childless. So you can see a disparity already. Almost 50% of women who are career focused end up being with having not not having children and only 20% of men. Wow. 60% of high achieving women in the older group are married, but that falls to 57% in corporate America. And 76% of older men are married, but that figure rises to 83% among ultra achievers. So as women get married, their career success goes down, but as men get married and stay married, their career success rises crazy it's crazy so basically it's it no it's no wonder we feel like we can't have it all because 
as we just, I feel like it's like, sometimes it's like, you, you feel that way. Oh, yes. Yes. Because you have maybe desires of your own. Like you want to be successful in your career and you want to do something that you're have your own ambitions, but that's curtailed because biologically women, I was listening to this podcast. Um, it's Esther Perel, but I don't remember the name of the podcast. She does a couple of them. And it was this couple who worked together in a gym. They owned a business together. And they started out both as training and involved in their business. And something happened in their life, which pulled her more towards the home. And my assumption was that it was having children. So then she started focusing at home because she needed, biologically, she had the children. So she was home. So her, she was distracted from the work part. So then he could focus on the work part. And he put all of his energy into the work, thereby excluding her from decisions that were to be made together. And I thought, well, isn't that just how it is? Because biologically, we birth the children and we nurture them and we take care of them. And that is expected of us. Mm -hmm. So then if you have career ambitions, that's going to get sidelined. Yeah. And then sometimes when you realize it, it's, it's almost, sometimes we feel like it's too late to have those career ambitions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, well, I'm already fill in the blank. I can't do that now. I can't go back to school now. Like, and it's also that whole feeling of starting over again. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. And even for anybody that's single, that is like in the, it's like, you're still going through, like, even if you're childless and single, you're still going like, God, I, I feel like I, I can't be enough to some of these other people that I work with, man. Yes, I can't be enough. Yeah. Yes. And, so is- um, research demonstrates that women are happier when they have career and family, for the most part. Obviously, there are some people who don't yeah. want it. Maybe they don't want the career or maybe they don't want the family and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's a hard balance, which, which actually just made me think of this as like, is this topic really just about balancing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Is that really what it's about? Yes. And there was one more thing I read, which then took me down to the, where you were. Okay. So men are better at compartmentalizing their lives. while women put it, put a cornucopia of to do's on our plates. So men can say one thing at a time they just tick off the list where women we have like a hundred things on our list and we're doing 50 of them all at the same time mm-hmm. you have laundry going you have work going you have phone call happening you have dinner cooking and it's all happening at the same time yeah and then I think that's where the resentment comes in from women like I'm yes. doing 50 things right now and you just did one email from work like right <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, this is all guys. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's the little bit of that resentful. And it's like, I'm trying to have it all right now and do it all. And you're only doing a thing. Yes. Yes. Right. There, that's, I don't think it that's... ever changes. Like I look at my mom and she's, she's loves at home and, you know, with her brother, but still like, she's still always trying to do all of these things. And it's like, she doesn't even need to, but she's still right. trying to do it all. Maybe I get it from her. Maybe. Yeah. We learn from our parents, obviously. Right. 
<clears throat> so then I went and, and I'm going to ask you where you are because I'm, I have a little transition. So then I went to how does this translate to weight loss? Okay. Okay. So then if you go to the work and you take care of the kids and you work out and you're supposed to meal prep and you have a hot meal on the table and then you're supposed to go to bed at a reasonable time and all while maintaining some semblance of relationships like calling your mom or you know right. talking to your kids and having a relationship with your partner all of these things are supposed to happen in a day mm -hmm. I don't know how we can manage then doing the meal prep and cutting the veggies and making sure we have a salad and making sure we drink our water and getting enough sleep and all the things that we're supposed to do for ourselves where is that on the list well I think that's why it doesn't go on the list do you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's just too much to throw on a list. And it also goes back to time management skills, which I think some of us maybe are better at than others. Well, that, I think the problem though, is we prioritize everybody else above ourselves. Okay. So you just, I was going to bring this up later on in the topic, but I'm going to bring it up right now. I know we're, we're all over the place, but when I looked up balancing and how to balance there, they give seven dimensions they call them dimensions that are in part, everybody has in their life, seven dimensions. Okay. I'm going to read them really quick. Your family, yeah. and they're not in any particular order, family, okay. social slash community, spiritual, mm -hmm. physical, meaning health and your well-being, materialistic things, avocational slash hobbies, which I didn't even know what avocational meant, but anyway, and then career. So these seven dimensions and the whole thought of balancing them is you figure out which order they're in in your vet for values right now. And they change, they're going to change constantly. And I think that might be part of it, what you're saying with it comes to taking care of ourselves and our food, like, where do we fall in our values list? Are we even on there? And that would be right. the physical, the physical health and well being. And if that is number seven, for me, there's a problem. Right. You and know, that list is that thing is not going to get ticked off the list because no, you have too much and too many other things to do. Right. Right. And I just think it's very intriguing to me that where you went with this and where I went with it. And finally we all got, we're, we're back at the same page is like looking at it. And it's like, is my health and well being at the top or at the bottom? And where would you say it is for you? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say it's in the dead middle right now. Okay. That's not bad though. Which isn't bad. No, not at all. So yeah. What about you? What, I mean, well, I, let me back up first. I think that when it comes to, um, hobbies, I feel like that one though needs to go tied with health and well-being Cause I feel like that's a part of everybody's mental health. That is so okay. important. That makes sense. Cause that's at first I was like, yeah. well, maybe that one should go down lower because I really should be cutting my vegetables up for my salad, but I'm like, but I want to make time to do my hobby too. Like that's part for your mental health. So okay. that's a tough call right there. Anyway, what about you? Where are you yeah. at? Well, I think what you said is right is sometimes you just need to stop. And if we're sitting out in the sun reading gives you that yeah. peace and recharge, that's important. Right. You know, you can't be running all the time. And if it's a hobby, whether it's painting or exercise or whatever, I, I bowl. I love bowling. It recharges me. Right. 
it's fun. We need a little bit of that in our life. So it becomes that balance of taking the time to put myself and the things I need for my weight loss on the list and getting my hobbies done. I agree. I agree. But then, but then maybe I look at it and go, okay, well, this part and this part can go at the bottom this month. Like, I don't need to worry about this and this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway. Well, the, the other, the, then where I went is I was thinking about why is it so hard to be patient when we're lose, trying to lose weight or yeah. get in shape or- Well, you really did health. go all over the place. Well, I started somewhere like in general with- yeah women having it all. Yeah. And then I went to, what does that mean in terms of their real life? Okay. And then I went to, if you even narrow it down to themselves and how they take care of their health and wellness, what does that mean? And then if you're thinking about weight loss, because we're always on some kind of weight loss plan. Always. We're never content with where we are. Nobody, no woman I've ever met loves where they're at weight-wise. I was looking at pictures this morning. I was looking for something for somebody. So I was scrolling through my pictures and I was like, I looked really good. And I had felt, I remember feeling fat. I know I did this. I, I've had that feeling too. Like, that's ridiculous. Why am I never content with where I am in the moment? Yeah. And I was thinking the problem is we're, we don't have patience for ourselves. If your kid said something, I need to work on this. You would patiently help them, teach yeah. them, work with them. We have zero patience for what we need to do. And what that results in is I'm looking for a quick fix. I'm going to go on keto and lose 20 pounds, or I'm going to cut out carbs, or I'm going to uh, exercise for three hours a day. Why are we looking for that quick fix? Yeah, we have no patience. You're right. For ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have patience for everybody else. Well, I'm thinking I don't have patience at all, but now that you say it, <laughs> I'm sure you do. No, I do. But I, I know what you're saying is like, you're right. I want it fast. I want it done now. Even though and that's I, not I think this is why men, you know, we always think men lose weight faster. Obviously it's because of their biology. They have more muscle, so they will burn more calories. But I think part of the, the, the benefit they have is because they can compartmentalize they can focus on one thing at a time. So if they're trying to cut calories, for example, they can focus on that and do it properly. Yeah. Whereas if we say we're going to cut calories, we're like all over the place. Right. But we have 500 things else. We have 500 other things we want to do. So then how do you make time for yourself? Yeah. I, do you have an answer? Cause I need it. <laughs> no, I don't. I but... don't. So, um, the, a number that I found was it might take men two or three months to lose 10% of their weight while it takes women five to seven months to lose 10% of their weight. This is according to women's health. That's so sad. It's not, it's our biology and we're not accepting it. Right. Ah, wait, I, you just key there. We're not accepting it. No. Cause we want to have it all. Yeah. And because we are disappointed with where we are in our progress and we, we compare ourselves to others and we get frustrated. And when we get frustrated, we give up and then we end up eating a bag of Doritos. Not that I've yeah. ever done that. Mm -hmm. Never. <laughs> yeah. So if there's a lot of propaganda that we can eat and lose it and we can have it all, 
we can have our cake and still lose weight and enjoy the party. And it's yeah, not I, true. We can't, I mean, we can do our best to do it, right? We can do our best to have it all. But I think we have to get, realize that sometimes it's just not going to happen. There are some days I feel like, dang, I got it all to get today. I'm getting it. Really? And then the next day you're like, wow, what happened from yesterday to today? You know what I mean? Like it can be a yeah. complete change. So. Yep. I agree. Have you ever, it, you've had it, days where it's all falls into place and you got it going, right? This morning I woke up and I felt great and I went for a walk and I took a shower and I ate breakfast and I was like ready to go. Yeah. But that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. It, yesterday I was like sluggish and not moving and something was wrong with my stomach and just yeah. from one day to the next you feel so different and there isn't always a rhyme or reason maybe that's what makes me feel good about this podcast episode is like some days I'm gonna have it all and some days my life's gonna be just a, a, a crap show yeah yeah and I'm okay well, I, I think we should be okay with that I I yeah I think that's true sometimes you're going to feel good. And sometimes you're not going to feel good. And that's okay too. Right. And, and I think the other thing that I'm starting to realize is I want to lose weight while still doing all the things I want yeah. to do. Yeah. That's not realistic. Right. I, I can't I want to lose out. weight and not change anything. Right. Yeah. Yes. And when you say it out loud, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And I think that's what everybody wants to do. Like, I want to just lose weight, but not have to do anything for it. Yes. Yes. I don't know where we got this idea, though. I don't know. I don't know. I also want a lot of other things, but I don't want to have to do any work for it, too. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I would yeah. love to, you know, have my house all finished exactly how I want, but I don't want to put the work or the money into it. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to have it all. And I think when we start realizing that we cannot have it all, we cannot have cake and pizza and a, a beer and then say, oh, why am I up yet today? You can't have it all. Maybe yeah. you can have a little bit of cake and maybe you can have a little bit of pizza and still be trying to lose weight. But that's the, the you know, it doesn't all go hand in hand. Yeah, I think what we should be saying is we, I can have it all sometimes but not every single day I think there is a quote you can have yeah, yeah. there Some, is a quote right there is a quote we're both failing miserably at our quotes today <laughs> the bacon and then this one I gotta find that before we you can get have off. it all you can have it all today but you can't have it all every single day how about we'll just leave yeah it? that's not the there quote. is there is a really good quote okay fry fry up the bacon commercial okay it's a, it's a perfume commercial for bacon. No, it's for, it's the commercial. Um, you're confusing right. me, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm trying to find the lyrics before I get off, but I can fry up the bacon I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan and something, 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 my man. And she sprays this perfume on. I wish I could remember. It was from like the seventies. This bacon quote is a perfume ad? Yes. Never. It's it a song. Never she sings this song. Anyway, I went down a big rabbit hole with that. I love it. And I think there's going to be so many people that are like, I, they're going to sing it as you said that. 
Oh yeah. Exactly what you're talking about. Not me. I don't. As soon as I get off, I'm going to listen to it and be like, oh, why couldn't I remember that? Too bad. I would have loved to hear you sing it. That would have been great. (laughs) All right. So so, where where are you with the call to actions this week? Um, I'm going to take my list of seven dimensions and I'm going to put them in order of how I feel like I need them this week. Oh my gosh. That's so good. And I'm going to add a little caveat. I kind of want to ask my husband to do it too, but I don't think I'll get enough courage to do that. Why? Because I feel like he's going to be like, oh, this is stupid. How do you know what he's going to say though? I don't, but that's what I think he's going to say. And I don't know if I want him to say it's stupid because then it'll hurt my feelings. But if you already accept it, expect it, won't it already, won't it not hurt your feelings because that expectation is there? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll be like, well, figured that in. Yeah, maybe. You should ask him. I know. That's really what I want my call to action to be, but I don't think I'll make it happen. So I like that you're doing it for yourself, though. I'm so curious. Yeah. How about you? I am taking a break this week. You think that's okay? What does that mean, first of all? And then I'll answer Um, that. I'm traveling. I'm busy. I'm a little fatigued mentally. Um, I feel like I have a lot to do and in the spirit of not having it all, I'm not going to make a call to action this week. I'm continuing my salads five days a week because I had that for June. I'm going to still try to sleep reasonably and drink my water, but I'm not adding something new to the list. But I also think that that is a call to action for you. Oh, because I think you're going to find it really hard to not do, do it all. So what you're saying is you want to relax and take it easy and not put all this pressure on yourself and not try and get 500 things done. And I think that's going to be really hard for you to do. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's a great not call to action, call to action. Okay. I'll take it. We'll see if you can successfully just relax. I, that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it is. Wow. I feel guilty when I'm not doing stuff. So you're right. Oh boy. This might be harder than you think. Way to call me out, Leah. (laughs) I think it's going to be really hard. That's just me. All right. Well, this was fun. I I like this topic. This was great. It really was. So have a great week. You too. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna. 